0: Hey guys, happy Monday here on Brews on the Balcony. Happy Nick. Monday, TJ. How are you? Good. How are you?
1: <laughs> Got to cut you off there. My no, bad. It's all good. Uh, you know, t- good weekend. We had uh, we had a little bit of an eventful weekend. We had CSI Kirkwood going on, so we discussed that on the show. You'll
0: find out what that um, means. Uh, we talked about, had a debate whether or not to be. Better, funnier, what we'd rather see is if every head coach would have full suit and tie in the professional sports, or if you'd rather see them in full uh, team uniform, kind of like the MLB managers do. Like, you know, I brought up a certain NBA coach wearing full uh, get up would be hilarious. Talked about that. Uh, Nick, we went over some 50s slang that your grandma sent us. And we also talked about uh, ass slapping in sports.
1: You gotta love it i mean it's a monday show for you right there plenty on the on the docket for this week we got bras on the balcony on wednesday bruise on the balcony again on friday it's my birthday on wednesday as well be sure to wish me a happy birthday and uh it's gonna be uh gonna be a good week here at
0: quarantine week seven question mark all right it's around there seven or eight yes we'll go with that week seven all right guys enjoy the show well hello You're listening to "Bruise on the Balcony with T.J. Weber. So I got to show my boobs? And Nick Gale. Hey there, big daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo.
1: Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Oh, happy Monday, T.J. What's good, my guy?
0: Not much, man. How was your weekend?
1: pretty good uh didn't do too much just uh, watched some Netflix and that was about it what was watched your uh dance
0: what was your choice for Netflix yesterday
1: oh uh, there's new show on uh Netflix called outer banks ah, I watched that the whole thing yesterday pretty good
0: yeah I was pretty I was good. deciding when I not to try that I saw that I read it was pretty good but uh have not yeah. have not dabbled in it yet so
1: yeah, it's a uh, solid about a group of kids that lives on an, uh, I think they're in Florida. We'll go with Florida. Sounds okay. about right. And, uh, half the island is rich people and half the island is like blue collar working class people. And these kids are mostly blue, blue collar working class, uh, families. And then one girl who's rich who, who hangs out with them. And, uh, there's apparently a, a, a sunken ship in the middle of the ocean with buried treasure on it so it's all about going and trying to find the buried treasure
0: ah nice so they just go it's about buried- trying to figure out where that treasure's at and then do yeah. they have to, like battle each other are they like everybody's kind of going at each other kind of thing
1: yeah uh, it's like the whole island's kind of looking for it. some of the rich people are looking for it there's some crimes involved some people are dying so it's pretty good you should check it out
0: nice that's outer banks all right we'll check
1: that out uh, outer banks on netflix This netflix continues to just absolutely murder everybody else. I tell you in what, the though, streaming footage. I don't deal. know.
0: I don't know about that. Netflix to me is always has the same stuff for too long, you know. And then they always come out with new things and say, "Oh, well, we have this, and this is going to be the next big show you want to watch." But then you watch that in a day or two, and then they don't come out with anything until you know a couple, a couple I mean, more months.
1: Not true, really. I mean, compared to like what, what Disney Plus has put out. Disney Plus hasn't has only put out you know, obviously the kids shows Hulu has some of their shows, HBO, but like in terms of like new content though, Netflix is, is continuously is the only one hammering out new content left and right. Tiger King, Outer Banks, Ozark season three, like all this, they're bringing out movies. They just released a movie with uh Chris Hemsworth. I believe I, I can never, I think it's Chris Hemsworth. I always yeah, get confused in him and Liam, Thor. But yeah, it was like the is,
0: co-creators or co-directors of uh, yeah. Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, yeah. I believe. Yeah, uh,
1: Netflix is Netflix is really the only one just, just slamming new content left and right out to out to Netflix. We're we're able to binge watch it all pretty quickly because it's obviously quarantine. But they're they're trying to keep up and and continuously putting out new content, bringing it straight to Netflix instead of putting it in the theaters like they did with Extraction and a, a couple of their other movies. I'm not really seeing anybody else do that per se. Uh, Hulu is probably the closest to them, I would th- I would think. But outside that, no one else has really even touched the level that uh Netflix puts out in terms of new streaming content. I would I would say.
0: Joe says, "Nick, you're an idiot." It is off the banks of North Carolina, so Joe's a little uh, upset this morning. That's How where you?
1: it is. Thank you, Joe. You <laughs> got me. I don't know. I, I guess I missed that part where they were where they were talking about that, but outer banks kind of important it's in florida or something i mean no they're by a body of water it doesn't really matter where it it doesn't matter what kind of body they're all the same yeah that that detail isn't isn't as important um (laughs) the geography you know it it it, it, it doesn't add anything to the to the movie you don't need to like know where they are geographically it has absolutely nothing to do with it
0: yeah but i think it has a little something to do with it i mean you know I, i think it it makes sense like if it's on the coast of California, no, it really doesn't. Really, really,
1: really, has it. It was on, like I said, it's on the east coast. But but whether it's Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, that has literally zero to do with the show at all. So I I defend myself in in that uh, in that sense. So Joe, you can eat a dick.
0: See, also I I think Joe's also on your side all the time. So it kind of shocks me he'd go after you like that. He he never seems like he's a yeah, guy. yeah that Joe would, Joe
1: uh... the guy the guy that's always taking my my end of the stick my end of the deal. Joe's uh Joe can go. Joe, can just don't take a hike.
0: Take a hike, Joe. Joe, uh, I love you. Keep continuing to, you know, get involved with the program. Um, I'm going to be putting on our Zoom call. So, Nick, I figured out that it'd probably be easier than having like a phone line is just having our uh, our Zoom open. I have the ability to accept or decline people uh, and get a feeling uh, who can join the show. So, if you want to join the show as a "quote unquote" caller, I will put up the Zoom call information at go. the bottom. There you go. Uh, if you want to text, you can text us 314-877-8597. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean that way it's we have thinking, control. It's thinking today. Well, think thinking we'll think it on Monday. You got to get going on uh, Monday.
1: So Got to start off the week hot with a little with a little knowledge. That's Dropping right. some knowledge.
0: Nick, uh, how was your weekend at the old Yale household? You said you watched a little Netflix. Uh, was there any barbecuing involved? Did you have anything crazy happen?
1: Ah, uh, was there barbecuing involved? No, we got some Wendys on Saturday night uh what oh, else did i big do weekend it was i mean it was it was just a weekend large and in charge let me tell you uh did, did did we do anything when's the last time i've been over the studio thursday
0: uh saturday we a, had uh, oh well, well saturday yeah so
1: so we had the uh the nfl draft show with with our guys from bleacher report so that was good that went well positive vibes there uh what else did we do We did i think that was about it yeah it was it was a pretty pretty light weekend uh didn't do too much however on Saturday, after I came back from the NFL draft show, we did have CSI Kirkwood going on. That Uh-oh. was exciting. Yeah,
0: that's right. Uh, you got to tell that story. I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: so we had we had CSI Kirkwood going on. I, I'm up playing FIFA, you know, just 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 working on my ultimate team, manufacturing some W's, and we hear this like the doorbell, which we had no idea still worked, rings in this household, and but it was like a rapid. It wasn't just like a ding dong. It's like ding ding, ding 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 ding, like super quick. I was like, that's weird. And usually in our household, like no one ever goes to answer the door. It's like, it's probably a package getting dropped off or whatever. Nobody important is actually coming to the door without notifying you before that they're coming over. And so my dad's like, gets up. He looks, he sees somebody's checks the cameras, see somebody's on the porch. He walks over there. He's out there talking to this guy. And like, I kind of walked downstairs, but I didn't go outside. And it was one of the, one of the construction workers. And, uh, and, you know, They're they're, they're like Mexican guys. I don't know if if English is their first language. So so he's trying to explain like what's going on, and I I don't know if he's having trouble explaining or if he was confused or what. But he basically had said, "Call nine one one. There's a lady that fell out of a tree, and she's dead." And he's like very adamant that some lady fell out of a tree. And my dad's trying to ask him like different questions, like why were you down there, what were you guys doing, and he's just answering like kind of crazy, like all different. All different answers. And my dad calls 911 more or less probably just to get the guy off the porch because yeah. he said send the police. And because this guy's just like talking gibberish, like not knowing you what's going on. can't understand what he's
0: saying pretty much.
1: And he's in pajama pants and a t-shirt just soaking wet. And he has his shoes off and he's trying to like, his shoes are all muddy. And he's he's like, do you hear my shoe? It's, it's ringing. It's ringing. Do you hear my shoe? It's ringing. The, the phone, it's buried over there. The, bar- the guy's buried her phone. And we're like,
0: what? Wait, what? He took his shoe off and started like talking on it yeah 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 oh he's, my he's god like, and that so like on something
1: yeah and so anyway finally did like all right go wait over there And like the guy like starts walking away back towards the construction site and i was like what the fuck is going on so he like comes back inside like grabs jack It goes down there like the paramedics came ambulance fire truck like five police cars i think it's four police cars they're all calm they, they come flying down going down to the construction site And so meanwhile, like our streets being worked on right now. So (laughs) the, 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 uh, the fire truck and the, and the ambulance had trouble kind of getting through because they just laid concrete down. And so they're all, they'll drive down there to check out the scene to see what's going on. And I didn't go down there, but like the neighbors came out and like, I kind of told them what was going on. And it's a world trying to like figure out what the hell is going on. Is there a dead body down there? Like, what is the situation? And, Anyway, gathered long story short is that there was nothing down there. That the cops and the paramedics fanned out, went into the woods, were looking for this person, this individual that this guy said fell out of a tree. But I had seen this guy earlier on in the day. And I, th- when I left for the studio to do our show, the bleach report, and I had saw, saw him, seen him walking around. I was like, oh, it's just a neighbor checking out the construction site, whatever. And but it was weird. He, I guess he said he was a cleaner, like he was cleaning the floors or something like that. And he actually had the car to the guy, the business, the, the builder. And so he like was somehow related to the builder and they called the builders over and they came up and, and checked out like, yeah, he works for us, whatever. And I guess they ended up taking the guy home or wherever he came from because he said he got dropped off by a taxi. And I'm like, my, what Jesus the fuck? Like, what like, why would you
0: be in Kirkwood? I, I don't know. Like, what what are you up to that you're taking a taxi it was out just, there? Like,
1: well, well, he said he was cleaning the floors. That's what he said he was doing. He was he was at that one. There's one house that's built down there at the construction site. And so he, he, was said he was breathing
0: in too much of this this uh, floor cleaner, and I uh, uh, thought his shoe was uh, a phone.
1: Ev- evidently, because he we were thought he's tripping on something, and there were no other individuals that were around the area at all, and so we're all sitting in the living room in our house, like wondering what's going on because dad's down there with the paramedics and the cops and the firefighters and stuff. And we're just kind of sitting there being like, Ooh, man, is there going to be a dead body? Like what, like, what, what's going on? Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, it was, it was an eventful Saturday afternoon, but ultimately came out to be nothing. And the
0: guy was just crazy. Good. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Cause you texted us and you said CSI Kirkwood may have a dead body around here. Yeah. That was, was like, with, well, that was with the
1: limited information we had as, developing story right
0: right? So, right so that's the first thing you hear but then you tell me oh but the guy that told us also thinks that his his shoe is a phone i said okay well now we're about down to 30 yeah, percent yeah probably 20 percent that's true when, when, when he
1: first said call nine one one, lady fell out of a tree i think she's dead i was like oh this is serious and then by the time the conversation extended into him trying to talk on his shoe as a phone i'm like no this guy's just on drugs <laughs> <laughs> you never know.
0: So did he like take his shoe off and start like talking on it? Or is he just like, yeah, oh, my dad's like it.
1: Yeah. Big T's asking him questions, trying to, trying to be like, you know, why were you down there? Uh, is this girl related to you? Like what, what, what was she doing? Why was she in a tree? All, right, all these different questions. And he's talking and just like wandering around. He's, he's not like scared or, or like, like, Oh, we got to go right away. Type type situation. He's just like, walking around taking his shoes off trying to put them back on and there's just mud there's covering mud he's not trying to get the mud off or anything he's just staring at his shoe like putting up to his ear saying that there's a phone that's buried in the in the mud out there it was just the dude's whack, wacko
0: that's good i mean i'm glad everybody's all right that's what makes this this story funny now but like yeah yeah you know you you had to take it seriously you don't know anything about this guy you don't know who he is and I mean, you know, when he tells you there's a dead body, I mean, you're, you're, your mind starts going like, okay, like, why do you know about that? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. It, why I mean, why you... do you
0: tell us that? Yeah.
1: Well, the part of it when we were laughing, because as soon as the, the fire trucks and the ambulances were, were were blocking the street, kind of, and so as soon as they went and pulled down the street, down to the construction site, because it's, it's like down the road, past our house a little bit, and uh, the neighbors who I was talking to, Both got in their cars and and drove away, and we're like, "Ooh, did the neighbors dump a dead body in the construction type because behind their house, and it's it's like right behind their house. There's like huge drop off, and we're like, "Ooh, did did they dump the dead body? You know, you know." being like, we should write this down, date it, you know, in case the cops come talk to us. And they came back like two seconds later. But we were, we were just thinking all different theories of, of like, ooh, what what could have happened? Did the construction
0: guys kill somebody? Yeah. And, and dump a de- dead body there? Yeah, you can't but, just um, like, you can't just write it off. You have to figure out like if the guy's actually yeah, being serious. We so were thinking all,
1: all kinds of cool stories. But nonetheless, no evidence found. Uh, So either exciting or not. Not exciting for a good thing or exciting. All in all, no dead body. What do you think the guy was I mean, on? I don't know. It had to be one thinners. of the hard ones.
0: Paint thinners. Paint thinners.
1: My my brother said acid.
0: Yeah, it was something. If he if he thought it, his, it, it, his shoe was a phone, it was uh it was something. Gnarly. Yeah,
1: it was it was something else. Nice. Something else.
0: Your thoughts are welcome. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Uh, Nick, we'll move into our next topic. It's uh, uh, yes. It's been one of those those topics that's been going around Twitter. Uh, people missing sports. We got a little bit of a taste with the NFL draft. Uh, the last, I guess, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, but uh, there was one conversation you sent me last night that I think I haven't even thought of yet, so this is going to be a good conversation, uh, but it was Lana Barry from Twitter that was asking, what would, boi- what would be more ridiculous, all head coaches of every sport wearing a full suit and tie, like NBA coaches, are all head coaches of every sport wearing a full team uniform, like MLB managers? Nick, your thoughts?
1: Uh Yeah. Interesting takes here. I think most of the the likely answer is, you know, suit and ties. Right. Right. That that's that's the easy answer. But man, it'd be way more fun if they dressed up in in full uniform. I'd never really thought of it that it was odd that the (laughs) baseball managers dressed up in full uniform. But could you imagine NBA coaches just like with the jerseys on and especially especially in the old old days? Not so much now, but back in like the Jordan days when they had the short shorts. The coach is just rocking his short shorts. Imagine Greg They're Popovich
0: just, in full uniform. Just picture just, yeah. Greg Popovich, full sport uh, spurs get up with Jordans on. I mean, that that is ridiculous and fucking hilarious. But the yeah. ratings will go out the roof. I mean, NBA is doing good enough as it is. I would watch or the hockey NBA coaches, if that happened. Hockey
1: coaches sitting there in full pads. <laughs> <with> <laughs> NFL coaches sitting there in full pads. In full pads. pads and a
0: helmet. Yeah, Bill Belichick. <laughs> Can you imagine getting Bill Belichick in a Patriots jersey with a helmet and shoulder pads?
1: He's got to, he's got to wear the whole the whole get up you know maybe not the helmet but uh, I guess they could just wear the jerseys because, because like the managers you know they don't wear the helmets they just wear the jerseys and the pants and the shoes um, but but you know if you look at all the other leagues NHL they wear full suits NBA they wear full suits
0: uh, NFL so one guy uh, MLS they wear full the suits NFL's really
1: the yeah NFL is really the only one where they wear like track suits or hoodies as opposed to a suit
0: so well, they do now they used I, to wear suits like vince lombardi I, I, and all the old coaches oh, that, that's did. true you're right
1: that is true they, they have lacks the rules so i mean really the only one you'd be changing if you're going full suit is mlb managers then wearing full suits in the dugout which is just seems odd because i guess well do the gms wear full suits Yo, not yeah not really well
0: they, 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 were, they easily, were like mosaic they easy. were like
1: slack they were like slacks and button downs and and cashmere sweaters and stuff like that. Yeah, Mozeliak usually
0: lets the the top button fly if they're playing the Cubs. Maybe he lets two buttons fly a little bit. He's a little bit more chill yeah. you know, and and chilled out and he's got the slacks going on. He, he is, you know, he he does pretty good. He has pretty good style going on during the games when they show him in the box. So, uh, I, t- I
1: tell you what. Uh John Mozeliak, one of the, probably one of the best dressed GMs out there. He's always got like He's always we were at spring training he came out of the Cardinal clubhouse and he had like, 17 pastel shirts. He had a pair of slacks. He's always wearing it, rocking his loafers. Obviously, you know the loafer, the no socks loafers look with a with a pastel uh, pastel sweater on. Yeah, and and, and he's some got nice... some
0: style, man. He he doesn't mess around. I I kind of I kind of dig Mo's style, you know. And old I, bow tie. It's a little laid back. It's like you you look good, but it's laid back. It's not full suit and tie. Uh, let's see. Joe yeah. Sal says Mike Vrabel couldn't wear a uniform because he tried to play. That's a good question. Which. Mainly football coaches would try to just like go out there, like, all right, you can't do it. Let me show you how it's done. And they go out I think there and get some of that get in the
1: NHL, too. You know, Patrick Roy on the bench. Oh, you think you think I see, the, see, the, Chief, Chief, see the GM or see the coach?
0: Who I don't think he's a coach, Patrick Roy. Patrick Waugh is, I believe, uh, I see front the Avalanche
1: guy. GM? I think yeah, he's a front office he's... guy.
0: Can you imagine Chief though going out there and just beating the shit out of a yeah, Chicago yeah, yeah, Black yeah that's Hawk what I'm saying
1: beating the living crap out of it. Adam said full suit in mid-July in the dugout, question mark, exclamation point. Yeah, I would agree. That would be a little tough to do. But but even still. It would be more ridiculous to do
0: full uniform, though. Think about that. I mean, it would be funnier, and I think you'd get way more ratings. Like If MLB coaches had to wear suit and tie, you'd be like, yeah, it's kind of weird, but you get over it because everybody else, like you said, sort of is similar. But if you have everybody wearing their own jerseys, I keep thinking of Greg Popovich in, in a Spurs jersey. Jordan's on that is fucking great
1: that's that's the other thing usually the, the full suit and tie is NHL so you're indoors NBA you're indoors MLS you're outdoors if it's cold out but the MLS or not the MLS but uh EPL where they I think they have the option of track suit uh full suit or if it's hot they usually opt for the the slacks and polo look if they're an EPL coach out out during during the heat, but yeah, you, you can't wear a full suit when it's hot outside, man. That, that's that fucking suck. bananas. You passing out in the dugout.
0: I want to know if they would be like, all right, you don't have to wear a suit, but here's the fine. It's like huge. It's like I don't know, a hundred thousand dollars a game or something. And in La a hundred thousand
1: dollars a game. I bet La
0: would have been like, fuck it, I'll take the hit. <laughs> it's like he, he would have been like, yeah, ah, who, it's I'm not gonna make much money. Fuck it.
1: That's the thing. Who who's like the best dressed coach? An MLB that can rock the uni, the uni
0: the best. Uh, I was a I mean, big yeah. uh, Charlie Manuel. I was a big Charlie Manuel guy. That that dude for his age could rock the Phillies jersey. He he looked pretty good. He's like, okay, this is a baseball guy. He looks like a Bobby Cox looked like a
1: baseball. Yeah, yeah, guy. Bob Bobby Cox looks like Jim looks I like
0: the older guys that had the jerseys on. I'm like, all right, these guys are, are dope. Like, you know, they they, they the look like the dope. They're talking about.
1: They got the cap that just like sits kind of on top of their head, and they're sitting there just chewing, chewing seeds at the end of the dugout with one knee up on the bench, yeah, and just kind of spitting seeds. And then when a guy hits a home run, they don't move at all. They just get back there and they slap his ass, and they keep spitting seeds. Yeah, when did that but start? He, by the way, when did if, when did the ass if,
0: slapping start in baseball? It doesn't happen anywhere else. It's just baseball. Well, like why? Why you know?
1: I I think it started because because you know when they're when they're coming down the dugout, they're coming back. They're coming back down. They're down the stairs, and and their ass is just right there. It's nice and easy to slap. They're walking past you, and uh, you know they got. You think that's they, what they, started they, it? I think that's what started it. That's you think like one of the, the coaches stuff.
0: goes, "Oh, there it is, pow!" Like there back in the forties. Like, when did it start? When did ass slapping start in baseball? That that's a good conversation because I that would be. It doesn't happen. I mean, that, I mean, football happens every once in a while, like maybe basketball, but not often. Like baseball, it's like I mean, they're- Every they're time. ahead of the
1: times though, TJ. They're they ahead of the times, you know. Pre pre coronavirus, they didn't want to do knucks or or hand slaps or anything like that. So they did the they just did the ass slap. Yeah, but or Maybe a guy hits a home a guy hits a home run, they're pulling off their gloves, is around in the bag, you know, they, they can't do any elbow dabs, so it's just nice and easy. They're round in the corner and bam, get an ass tap.
0: Let's see, uh Nick Tolley says football and basketball do the ass slap too when guys come to the bench. Not not as much though. Baseball, it's always more, I feel like. Because it's like every yeah, single football, time you see one,
1: football does it does it a little bit too much. Too uh, so does yeah. But he's right. Basketball and they both do it. They head to the bench and bam yeah. again. They don't want to get they, they don't want to get the rony. Joe said Matheny could rock a jersey. Matheny could. Matheny was kind of jacked. He could. Yeah. He could. He could put the jersey on nice. Well, he's got
0: a new jersey. He's got the Royals jersey now.
1: Maybe TJ. Maybe this was a you know I don't know. Girls always talk about guys have a nice butts in baseball pants maybe that was a thing where they were like one day a wife was talking to their hubby and they're like hey can you get a nice uh so-and-so's got a nice nice romper and <laughs> Same then the coach that. is like yeah he, he's looking at it next time he's like ah, it does What's that feel like and just give him a nice little ass you think
0: that's it. what they do they go yeah it looks like yeah. a nice took <laughs> and they and they slap it no i don't think that's an what ice, happens a nice took i don't think that's what happens no tj I tell you what my ass looks great in basketball baseball pants i'm not clipping that off that's terrible. Save that one. No. No, 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 no. Save that one. That's yes. I just I no, never I knew don't... where that started. That was uh that's an interesting thing, you know. It's just like it happens in baseball more than any other sport though. Because think about it. If you hit a home run now, they do the line going on in the dugout and you give right. high fives and you got handshakes, there's always one ass slap. You know, football that, every time you right? get checked out of a of a route, like like, all right, uh, Julio Jones is out for this this play. He comes out, he doesn't get his ass slapped usually, but it's always in baseball. If you hit all run, you're getting one ass slap. You're going to say, when did the ass slap start?
1: Origin of the ass slap. Baseball. We'll put in baseball too and see. And see what uh, a cultural history of butt slapping in sports. There's a whole article about it, TJ. (laughs) Save that. (laughs) There is a whole article about ass
0: tapping. I'm sorry? Ass tapping? Ass slapping? I don't know. Tapping. Give us give us a little uh give us a little blurb from this uh this article.
1: Celebratory ass patting falls into a larger category of straight bro behavior, formerly known as homo sociality, straight men engaging each other in a homoerotic manner as a way of bonding and forging friendships, or as I like to call it, guy stuff. What's much harder to identify, <laughs> however, is just when Guy and where stuff. the ass slap originated and how it became an integral aspect of the homosocial sports tradition. I can always remember the butt slap being a part of sports, says Kent Stevens, the 64-year-old curator of the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta, but he admits he doesn't know where the ritual actually came from. It- let's see if we can go <laughs> to find like an actual... This so, legend Hard has sports. it, is supposed to be the way of life for people who play defense in football. You wave clenched fists, exchange violent butt slaps, get high on your own pulsing adrenaline. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to pinpoint the exact. Uh, it, I'm sounding I am not like think anybody knows. NFL.
0: I, it's one of those like mysterious, you know, things in history. Like, where did the ass slap in sports start?
1: Yeah, people say they think it's it, – it definitely think of it more in terms of baseball. When a guy hits a home run and gets a slap from the third base coach as he rounds third, that sticks out in my mind when I think of butt slapping in sports.
0: Yeah, you've seen it too. The third base coach is like the first one to, to kind of go about it. Like, like when you had to walk off, like the third base coach is like waiting. And he's like, boom. He does like a full windup, like a full windmill, bam. You know what I mean? And then that's like the first go, go for it. I don't know. I don't know when that started.
1: It's interesting.
0: Nick, do you have some butt slaps when you played baseball?
1: Uh yeah, there were probably some, you know, right right around the uh, right around round in third base. <laughs> it it fi- fi- final uh hit here from the ass slapping article, even though we're not figuring out exactly a time timeline. It's interesting that we don't see as much ass slapping in women's sports. Or in less masculine men's sports, such as golf. A possible explanation <laughs> in basketball. Could you imagine? Baseball and football are so masculine. Can they you transcend see homosexuality. Tiger Woods guys hits like can, a great shot his
0: do, fucking caddy just bam.
1: <laughs> there's an, another Key, key and Peel sketch that explains that phenomenon. It has Peele oh, doing a yeah. Mike Tyson impersonation and repeatedly threatening to fuck, not slap his opponent's ass.
0: Oh, my God. Yikes. Did, did you see that, though, the ass slap from Key and Peel? That's a really funny... Bit, actually.
1: No, uh-uh. that's that's sketch. Okay,
0: so we got we got an understanding that nobody really knows where it originated. But could you
1: could you imagine that in like golf? Like what 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 are the most like uh wrong times for you know? It's it's obviously. <laughs> when you do an ass Tali said volleyball has the most ass tapping. That that, that they yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. do like
0: a little. Yeah, they do that a lot too. I'm trying to think you what see, else. Like when, yeah, yeah, like golf though, Tiger and Phil. Yeah, the caddy coming up. Nice job, buddy. Can you imagine if we got no. into like a business meeting or whatever, and you walk in, you sit down with like I don't know anybody, any big sponsor, and they only go, all right, it was a good meeting, boys, and then like you know, kind of give them a good game on the way out the door. You think that'd be <laughs> fronted upon? You think we get the account?
1: That's the thing is when you do. I mean, as long as you brought a scone, yeah. The, the, yeah,
0: yeah. No. You need a breakfast pastry, then you're good.
1: Bre- breakfast patries start good deals. That's taps uh, end good deals. Uh, that that's like. <laughs> What doing sporting things in wrong opportune times, like doing like like doing that, like doing like good games, ass taps. Like, I guess you know you're going to get your groceries, and uh, the 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 guy bagging your groceries puts them all in your cart, and you're like, yeah, good job, man, and give him an ass just, tap, just, as you, just as give as him you, a
0: good game, you know, on the way out the place.
1: Good, good game, that was a good performance out there. I mean, there's so many opportunities. You go you go wrong. to the dentist,
0: and he fixes your crown, you know. <laughs> hey man, appreciate it. Good game. See you later.
1: Boom. <laughs> nice job. Give it so that,
0: that brings up an interesting thing too. You know, we talk about this the ass slap. You know, my dad was mentioning we had a little little barbecue outside, six feet apart obviously, Nick, outside. Social I saw distancing. That. Uh, you know, we were talking about whenever this thing is done, what's it gonna affect? And he says handshakes. He doesn't think that oh, people for sure. will yeah, for do sure. handshakes as much anymore. So maybe the ass slap yeah. is the is the next kind of hello. Good to see you. That
1: could be. Like I was saying, you know they're they're ahead of their times with the uh with, with the ass slap and they obviously don't want to get corona and uh so they don't want to touch hands. And and ass tapping, ass slapping, whatever you want to call it. I that think ass slapping would be the,
0: better to say.
1: That's the next uh that's the next handshake. <laughs> to see it.
0: Excuse me. Yeah, I, I, your thoughts, how do you greet people without a handshake and uh, your thoughts on ass slapping 3148778597. I'm going to say the fist bump's going to come back. You know how it, we, it was kind of big yeah. when we were in high school, and it's kind of gone down a little bit. Now you kind of, you dap it up, Nick. Like you say, you kind of go in, you do the full shake, and you go in, or you do the, the handshake, but you don't really fist bump anymore. I think the fist bump's going to come back now. I think the fist bumps, I would buy stock in the fist bump coming back.
1: I would, I would buy stock in fist bump and, uh, and, and elbow taps. Nice little
0: elbow tap. Okay. Good job, man. Let's see. Boom. Uh, Holly says, Does the post game good game go away? Ah, when they have the mm. whole line shaking hands, maybe.
1: I'm gonna say they're not soft. No, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, I think that'll continue. But I think like everyday I think, life. I, think, I told my dad though, if they take away the handshake, people stop shaking hands. You know how many dads are gonna be pissed off with their daughter's new boyfriends? Like
1: dads everywhere. Have my daughter all home all by gonna... ten
0: thirty, kid. And he goes, Sorry, sorry, sir, I'm not gonna shake your hand.
1: Okay, I'll have her yeah, home by he, eight thirty. He just he just winks. Yeah. He just winks and walks out the door. <laughs> You don't, dad's ev- you don't wink dad's, at your girlfriend's dad <laughs> dad's everywhere are gonna lose trust in humanity <laughs> hey i'll have her home by 10 30
0: wink yeah don't do that
1: tj i gotta take this call real quick i don't know who this is they've called me twice though okay pause now we'll leave
0: this on the show though okay we'll continue hello we can't we can't leave it on the show
1: yes we're live right now
0: who is this what are you what are you talking about what are you doing here Three one four eight seven seventy eight seven.
1: Hey, oh, it's Michael. Oh, we got Michael on the line here. Why is your number from Washington?
0: All right, we, we need we got a show going on, Nick. Hello. Wait, let's put him on speaker.
1: All right, you're on speaker, Michael. Go ahead. What's up, podcast? What's going on? Yeah, this is, this is Grandpa Michael. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Grandpa. I
0: really I really want to. Fuck you to TJ Weber. Oh, here we go. That's that's yeah, you can do
1: it live on air. It's always allowed. Live on air. We'll give a big, uh, uh, fuck you, TJ Weber. Fuck you, TJ Weber. Appreciate kidding, that, Grandpa. You. Yeah, Michael, it's your bir- it's your birthday. I couldn't recognize your voice first because I'm trying to listen to the show and the and the phone <laughs> call. You you called me twice and it's a Washington number and so I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But but everybody's got to wish Michael a happy birthday. You today. know,
0: only only this guy. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh. Um, so I just have to weigh in on this whole ass slapping thing, Nick. I think it really just comes down to uh, your you know your fantasies and wanting to see that going forward. Yeah, Nick seems like he likes the ass slapping a little bit too
1: much. I mean that that is that is true. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a big ass slapper. Say that. <laughs> I, I love that. But Michael can't Michael can't hear TJ in this, and he's also trying to listen to the show, which is like
0: on delay. This is why we needed him honest, on I'm Zoom. I'm so confused because I'm ten seconds behind on everything that's happening. Yeah. Well, that's why you had to get him right. on Zoom, guy. All right, peace out, guys. All right, Enjoy we'll see you show. later. Have a wonderful day. I love you. You're sexy. Have a good day. Bye, Michael. Happy birthday. Fantastic call. Glad we took that during the show, Nick, for the love of God. I mean, that was was a good one. You know know not to take calls during the show. I told him to join the Zoom.
1: Yeah, well, what well, he he does know. He's he's probably actually doing real work right now. I see the number calling though, and I'm like, what? It's Washington numbers called twice. You know, in case <laughs> of emergencies, you know, you always got to answer the the call on the second ring because it could be something
0: important. Uh, no, you don't. You, it goes to voicemail if it's important. Then you fucking well, you, take you, it later. You never know. They, You're doing a show right, a, right now.
1: It called two in a row right away, man. Could could have been an emergency.
0: I mean, what what, what do you think? This, what do you think this is? Just just slap and tickle. I mean, come on. This is a a show. It's a professional show. Let's go. We did have a legit
1: emergency last week. Uh, I'll keep it off air. But there was an actual emergency where I got called double time in a row. So that that was actually a thing. So that's all. I was like, oh, got to got to got to make sure to answer the phone. Just just, just in case. Just in case.
0: Let's see. uh, There, there, There goes Nick ruining TJ's hard work as usual. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. That's why you're at bottom of the rankings. I, th- I could I could smell the new rankings and I believe uh it's gonna be nick at number five once again, once this uh this whole thing. I guarantee uh, well, Tali's well, gonna remember well, this.
1: You, see see you took the number off the bottom of the lo- of the screen though. People can't see it there because you had to put in the, the lower third for suit and tie for full uniform for head coaches, so people don't know now to
0: call in. Sure.
1: I don't know where I don't know where's a positive I think we could, I guess you could put it like in the where the date and time are. I don't think people really need to there, see it. It's, date and it's
0: time. back. People can join people can join. Ah, it's there back. we
1: go. People can join. I think we we need to I want a rando. I want a rando that's never never been on the program before. That's always uh that's always a good thing.
0: It is always a good thing.
1: When you get new listeners, do you want to bring us new listeners? Tell two friends about Bruce in the balcony. hey, while you're at it, tell them to leave a five-star review over there on iTunes, guy or girl. Tell Nick, them about the program.
0: Nick, uh another thing we had on the agenda today. So, we had Big Web See, this is where eventually I'll be good enough to have that video to play uh, down the road. But Big Web, about a year ago, did this little challenge that we had, which was, all right, basically millennial slang. He's going to go through and read this millennial slang, see if he can do it right, and see how he reacts. Well, Nick, your grandma sent you about, what, 50 different sayings from the 1950s.
1: There were a lot. There were a lot. and
0: we got to determine what they mean. I don't now. I don't have actual. Um, How do you want to do this? Do you want to go like one by one, so we kind of, or do you want to? Yeah, just we have the same
1: all? list that we have the li- same list there in front front of you. Yeah, right. Yeah. I sent you the list, so we'll start with fifty slying the first one. Uh oh, f- I'll start off.
0: Okay, you go. You go. Ah, oh, fiddlesticks! I've heard that one before. That means oh Fiddle shit. Sticks. That means all oh, shit. Back in the fifties, when you wanted to be, you know, like chill about it. Like, when you, you didn't want, want to cuss. say fuck. Right. Right. Correct. Right. Yes. Uh then you got gummit. Dad Gummit. That's just, that's just, that's just, God, blank. Correct. I think that Philip Rivers says that like on a daily basis with all yeah. like twelve kids. Dadgummit. Dad
1: Gummit. Dad, yeah, Dad Gummit with his fifteen kids. That's that's a good one. Yeah, dumb dumb. That just means you're a dumbass. Why did he it say it twice though? Dumb dumb. Hey, they're dumb dumb. Hey, they're dumb dumb. It's like, it's like when uh, Red Foreman just calls Erica.
0: Hey, you dumbass. Hey, you dumbass. Uh similar. Tootie Fruity. That's like a type of ice cream, isn't it? That's Tootie like Fruity. That's not slang though.
1: That means you're crazy. He's Tootie Fruity. For real? Yeah, pretty sure. Grandma mm. can grandma can uh can can confirm okay. when she listens to this. What else you got? We got uh Cripes. I don't know what Cripes is. I've means. heard
0: that one before too. That's 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 Cripes. Uh, cripes. What does that mean? Let's see. Uh oh, dang it. Knew that one.
1: Dang it, doggone it! Those are the same. Those are the same. Pretty, pretty much, dag nab all. Oh, see, Christ these are nineteen fifties.
0: These are like, I mean, maybe they originated mm-hmm. in the fifties. See, shoot. Ah, oh, shoot. That's a shit. Right. Uh, Tomfoolery. I've heard of that one. Fool, foolhardy, foolhardy. You haven't heard of that one foolhardy. yet. Foolhardy, foolhardy. Hardy. foolhardy Do you like, yell that? Foolhardy. <laughs> oh <No, laughs> fool, foolhardy, foolhardy. No, gosh darn it. it yeah golly gee whiz. gee whiz gee
1: whiz like like that's when that's when you're kind of just like kind of like motherfucker yeah gee whiz right. what the hell what the fuck are you doing uh yikes yikes yeah, i still like say the, yikes that's like no, yikes i think i think yikes has taken a different uh turn on on like it's more of like oh yikes that's a that's a big yikes when See, someone does something that's like uh, you know, that that's like, it's not quite, uh, you're not quite snowflake level yet, but it's like, Oh shit. That was actually bad. Yeah. And someone says, someone does something you're like, Oh, nice. Yes. don't say that. See, I, th-
0: I thought this was going to be more of like, I don't know. Have you ever seen family guy where they call all like Brian's dating that older woman and she keeps calling everything by different names. Like, like there's like a little bench at the end of the bed calls it like the Davenport. And he's like, she's like, set my keys on the Davenport. And he's like sitting there like, so is it this? Like uh, he's going, he goes to the dresser. Like, is it this? Is it this? what the
1: fuck is a dab Davenport? Well, we got some games down below too. We'll we'll keep going though. We have egads, 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 egads.
0: No idea what that one. No, is. no clue. No idea. Let's. I'll look that one up.
1: You crime any sakes? Ah, oh, okay. for
0: crime any sakes. Hot diggity dog, TJ. Hot diggity dog. That one's a, okay. Nobody yeah, said that. That, that. that. that was like someone like that made that up and then put it out there. No <laughs> one ever said that.
1: Hot diggity that's dog! Like, that that that's like from like n- seems like from the 1920s with the uh, uh like the Great Gatsby, like hot diggity dog.
0: Let's see. Or, or like so, uh, egads is an interjection, archaic, a mi- a mild oath or expression of surprise. So you say the word egads. <laughs> egads, egads, Charlie. That was a thing though. Uh, yeah, what else m- you got?
1: monkeying around that's, yeah. that, that's horsing around that's horseplay that's yeah. jacking around uh monkey see monkey do that's like that, i've heard that one before that's yeah. like
0: somebody being being a dumbass and then someone else yeah. is a dumbass because of that it's like yeah, you yeah, know mirroring yeah, dodo. that person haven't heard that of also dodo. A dumbass yeah pretty much
1: oh uh, city slickers you know those are just people from the city mm-hmm. when you're out in the when you're out of farm town like you are tj yeah yeah, well, big farm, well, farm town boy. over
0: here in Fenton. Yeah.
1: Uh, ah, well, you're, you're from Columbia, Illinois, out there where the farmers are at. Yeah, we got about three. I don't what that. Farmers. I don't what that accent. what that accent's trying to be?
0: Down uh, south. Uh, let's see. Rats. I would be a city slicker. Heard rats. rats, rats. Oh, rats! Holy oh, cow! rats! Good heavens! Good
1: heavens! Good heavens! My grandma says that one a lot.
0: Uh, okay, we can we can probably finish this. Let's see what else we got.
1: Uh, nuts, shucks, Jiminy Cricket goodness gracious for crying out loud jesus mary and joseph
0: and uh, uh bad words were poop head and shitpot. pot shit pot, TJ, shit you're, a real pot. Shit, you're a real shit you're a real shitpot. pot so they just took off the pot start part of it and just started saying shit and that's still a thing there, there you go shit was a popular word like oh i like that let's start saying that more hey, i pot. think i don't think i'm gonna start calling you shitpots. pots so there, there
1: you have it those those are some different uh go ahead
0: no, I said, and then poophead, I guess you know, was stopped at third grade, and then they said, okay, like maybe we yeah. we'll, we'll continue <laughs> you, that later. You, you, but only the you third graduated. graders say that.
1: What do you think was like the time when people started really dropping f bombs? Like, <sighs> got to the point where they like like gr-
0: regularly did it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because my grandparents say they never never really dropped dropped any cuss words, but now you know we say fuck every other word.
0: I would say seriously, like eighties, nineties, like whenever. Goodfellas and those type of movies came out. I mean, that's when I could see because I think Goodfellas is either the first or second most f bombs in movie history with Joe Pesci. Uh, you know when I think when they see like certain movies and then they start saying fuck and like oh that word's fun fuck. And then I, think start Samuel, I think Samuel.
1: I think Samuel Jackson has like probably solely integrated the word motherfucker into today today's society. Yeah,
0: motherfucker. Well, every single movie he's got, he's got a good one. He's the best he, he, one to say he's motherfucker.
1: Motherfucker. He's the best motherfucker out
0: there. He is. That, that's good. I don't know. I don't know where that originated. That was like... Spe- when was your first time that that they were like, all right, cussing's okay? Because whenever I was a kid, like when you're 10, Probably someone would say in shit, high school. and we were like, oh my God, they said shit. Like going Well, I'm, I mean, it's like...
1: Probably like, I mean, grade school, you know, when you're playing your boys on Xbox, if it's just you and your friends, you and your buddies, people are cussing left and right. And that kind of graduated into really in high school when it was, I mean, in the hallway going to an all boys high school. It's about, it's Uh like, again, being in like a frat or being like what I would assume being like in the army is where it's motherfucker left and right. Mm -hmm. Every fucking word under the sun you hear. So probably really in high school is when, when it, uh, when it started up. With, with being an all boys high school, because C- none of the teachers cared if you cussed at all. No, you never got in trouble for it or anything like that. All the teachers cussed too, so it was just like, I mean, not they weren't cussing regular regularly. They tried right. to withhold themselves, but you wouldn't get in trouble if you were like, "Oh, you fucked stick," or if you're calling one of your buddies an asshat.
0: Or I remember yeah. one one time in uh in I think it was first grade. That I was just literally sitting there, like, you know, you're a kid, you're an idiot. So we had bathroom breaks, <laughs> Nick. So you you would go out and you'd have a whole group go to the bathroom and you had to take turns, you know, you go in, go out, go in, go out, and then you all go back to class. Well, I guess a couple of kids are still in there, and most of us are back in class, and I'm just sitting there fucking doing this, like putting each finger up, you know, and I do this. Right. You're just like I do yeah, and I, I go, This thumb, pointer finger, boom, and like all the goody goodies go, oh, <gasps> Like that, <gasps> <laughs> like like, and I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I really didn't. So it was just a it was a finger. I mean, first grade. I mean, what what is that? It's, just, it's my it's on my hand. Like, How's this bad? And uh, one the, they used to do this thing Nick, where they, if you get in trouble, they go oh um, 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 um. shut the um. fuck up, <laughs> Sally. Oh um, 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 um. So I would si- I'd sit there and they're all they're all freaking out and Sally runs out the door and goes over and says Miss Preston, Miss Preston, TJ put his middle finger up. And I'm like, yeah, I did. What about it? It's a finger. Who cares? And I come in what and, a teacher's and, and she looks at me, Miss Preston is pissed. And she she looks at me and she goes, did you do that? Screaming at me. I'm like, I, yeah, I, what? It's a finger. And she comes out. And she's, you do not do that. Duh, 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 duh. It's like, yeah, I'm dude, I'm in first grade. Like, why? I, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, what you know, and all of a sudden I just know not to put my middle finger up. Couldn't tell me what it meant, obviously. It was like fucking. Do you get, re- did you get recess
1: time taken away?
0: No, I just she gave me a, a talking to. I didn't go to the principal or anything. But I, I'm, I'm didn't a kid. You get your
1: bug card pulled?
0: No, I don't. I didn't have a bug card pulled. No, I didn't do that. Did didn't did you get your token taken away? I had to be. I had. I was in timeout a couple times. I I had detention once. I I was not a bad kid. Like we never you did guys anything. To te- you had like, I mean, we did. We, we, we fucked around like a class. We would like joke around and shit. But like, I mean, I never got caught doing anything except for the one time I spilled tit on at, Scrabble day senior year. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. walked down. It we wasn't got, even a bad word. It wasn't even that bad. And they're like, "Okay, you're going to the principal's office." I'm like, all right, I, sick. I, I
1: think my favorite thing of all the punishments that we like, the punishments that we would get, whether it's bug card being pulled, name written on the
0: board, okay, token what, taken what, away. Like, there's, there's a lot of people that don't haven't listened to the show yet. What the fuck is your bug card, and why is it being pulled? Bug bug card was you're in second grade. Everybody had a bug card with their name written on
1: it. <laughs> what was your basically bug? It's a it's la- basically I don't know, and uh, a fucking caterpillar. Nice and you had your name written on it and it was like laminated. And if you got your bug card pulled, it was just the teacher's way of keeping track of who was misbehaving. And there were like different sections of the, of like the file cabinet with like different things, like one offense, two offense. I don't know what they were nice words though, because it's fucking second grade. And so you, she would move your bug card over until then when she'd know if she needed to talk to your parents or not. So it had like was a like minor
0: a, offense. It was a big deal. Like you got a warning. So like Nick was over yeah. at the warning spot. Yeah. And then one more got, be like call big T and then downloads, I got like, uh, get expelled.
1: I got uh, I got in trouble when when Cody Heitzman was talking to me and and we had phonics Fucking class. Fucking Cody Heitzman. Fucking, we were, we were doing Hooked on Phonics and and we were supposed to be doing our our worksheets. And Cody Heitzman was talking to me about what we were going to play at recess. And and Mrs. Schrader came over and pulled both our bug cards. Cody Heitzman was a troublemaker. I wasn't the troublemaker. He got he. I was guilty by association though because he was trying to talk to me. So I got that bug card pulled. I was terrified. <laughs> it was a tough day. The, the The best thing, the best things were were the blue slips. So once you graduated middle school, you got a blue slip. It's basically a parking ticket that you got written up yeah. for your offense, what you did. And you had to get signed by your parents <laughs> and uh, bring it back to class. And so you get you get blue slips left and right. I mean, those things were. You had the blue slip folder. TJ, did where all the blue slips were kept from the week. Sure. So you had the. and it was somebody's responsibility. Teacher's pet usually was the one that. You could, that would uh, volunteer like you um, extra like recess nick got extra had recess three offenses this
0: week you would, she would like yeah. say that yeah what a bitch yeah you
1: had you had to like you know you know there are different things you could do to help out you know you could take the lunch the lunch baskets down to the lunchroom or bring them back after lunch was over because everybody had to put their lunch box in the lunch basket right no, you, before, they, yeah. went to, before lunch, they went to recess lunch basket sure yeah <laughs> and so you get privileges like you get to be ahead of line leave school first whatever all that bullshit and, and there was, there was really one time I got a, a fucking blue slip. We were <laughs> walking, we were outside the building. Cause you had to do single file line. You can't talk in the hallways cause you know, Catholic school, right? Yeah. You gotta make sure your name tag is on in case you burn a fire and uh, they what? know who you are. That's yeah, that, real, that, that, was that, that was our favorite one. We had name tags that we had to wear, right?
0: Yeah. It, they said that? Those, That's why they said safety, you had to wear it?
1: No, no. We, oh, I was we, like, we, whoa. We, we would always, we would always joke. Well, they would say that, that, that was like their excuse that they would say, and like, if we get burned in fire, like, this they, piece of plastic it isn't gonna wait, survive. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Your teachers told you that at like age seven?
1: No, we were like 13, 12, 13. It's still and we a like little six, like,
0: in like, case you burn in a fire, here is your name. No, what? That,
1: that was. That was like their hard ass excuse when we were bitching about why do we had to wear our name tags too much? And yeah. then the teacher just gets pissed off and they go, they go like full, full blown. They're like, well, if, if the school burns down in a fire, we're going to need to know how to recognize you guys. What and they'd be like, maybe like, no, it was, a, it was a safety net. It was one of those safety. Tools. Yeah. Like, make but you sure don't
0: tell kids that for the love of there's God. There's no,
1: like, I don't know what the situation would be that there's a kid <clears throat> in the school that doesn't have a name tag on. And so. Uh, that he's going to be like a terrorist. I don't know what the reason was. Yikes. But anyway, it's a safety precaution that we all had to wear our name tag. And so if you didn't have your name tag on, you got a blue slip.
0: Okay. But we
1: were leaving school one time and we were literally outside. We were outside walking up the stairs to carpool. And I was talking or doing something and fucking Mrs. Poindexter gave me a blue slip. We were out of the school building and I got a blue slip. This class was, it was 302 and I got a fucking blue slip. I had a perfect streak and no blue slips, and that was Mm. my first one. It's tough, Nick. Tough day. Tough day for Nick, yeah. Was
0: that the most annoying thing when, did you guys have this thing, too, where people would shush you, but then besides the shushing, they would do this stupid shit, I don't think my camera's high enough, but they would go like this, and for the audio podcast, I'm sorry, but they would put, like, the finger over their mouth to say, shh, but then they would put a one up in the air, and they would just be silent and just fucking do this, and just wait.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, do that. And I'm like,
0: dude, we see you. Like, fuck off. You're not cool. Like, relax. yeah.
1: God. as a kid it was annoying because you had to stand there and wait for all the other kids to shut up but let me tell you TJ as a counselor it was so much fun because especially during when I worked at the YMCA we would be in the uh, we'd be in the locker room getting ready for pool time and that's when like the kids are the most rambunctious because they've already been running around all day pool time is the most exciting time of the day but it's also right before we go home so they're like wound up it's really hard to keep a control of them and the best thing I ever did was I got a whistle because you can just blow that sucker and blow their ears out outside of full time. I'd love to get them. Uh, they'll get them to shut up. Yeah. But they would, after getting their swim trunks on, getting changed for, for swim, they'd have to line up on the wall and sit down and they would always be jacking around. And so I would say you all have to sit here and be quiet for two minutes. If anybody talks, I blow the whistle and we start over. And man, I had a thing in my mouth, like a drill sergeant. You do that for like every three time hours, probably every time there's a peep, boop, start over. God. restart because because we had a uh, assistant uh counselors and so i'd have like joey keep track of time on his phone every time i heard people Boop, and all the like the, the smart nice kids would get so mad at the at the uh the shitheads and so then you know you start letting the good kids go who've been quiet and like the shithead kids i would just literally hold them there for like five ten minutes and just make them go you know, like double the time oh come on and you did that that
0: would you nerd, Oh hell yeah! You're, no, no, oh, not, hell. you're a dick. That's that's not hell even cool, yeah. man. Come on! No, no, these oh, kids. I heard sh- I heard
1: Joey sneeze. We're gonna start over. Fuck you, Nick. You're one these of those guys. Kids, no, these kids were shit. I was I was the favorite counselor because I was I played good cop with the uh we we were in pairs of four, so usually there's a guy counselor and a girl <laughs> counselor, and uh, me and my buddy Dan, we were in in sports camp. Me and my buddy Dan were the good cops, and Nicole and and uh, and Haley. Who were a couple years older than us? They were like they were the they played the bad cops. Super nice girls, but it worked out perfectly because if Nicole and Haley were yelling at them, they just come to me and Dan, and we'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, just sit down here and, and behave." And it it worked flawlessly. The 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 system that we had between whistles and stuff, we kept these kids in line. Nice the sports camp. Sports camp was the most rambunctious. I mean, the kids that want to run around and play sports all day, obviously, are going to be the the kids where the the parents put them in this camp just to get them out of the house and getting run around so we had a we had a fun time with it hell yeah it was a lot of fucking work why do you think i'm such a good leader yeah hell yeah dude yeah Man, managing managing the <clears> kids <throat> tell you what when you have when, not nothing worse than when you have 30 little kids between the ages of 7 and 12 in the city museum that you have to keep track of with one other counselor yeah that's tough that's it's absolutely and you volunteer to do that right i mean yeah i got paid okay well that's different yeah it was a job yeah i mean it was no i would not volunteer we did there were cits counselors in training that worked for free they're like 15 14 15 after they aged out of camp they became a cit if they wanted to and they volunteered all day to do that i'm like no fucking way would i do that yeah
0: that sucked that would suck absolutely yeah uh, your thoughts are welcome three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Guys, appreciate you joining today, uh, Nick. They can follow us at Bruce Botb on sure all can. social media. Let us know on the voicemail line again, same number as the text line three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. What you think about uh, the ass slap in sports? When did it start? Uh, will it continue? What will be the difference uh, with people not shaking hands? Possibly now with Corona. Once everybody's back to normal, and uh, your thoughts on everything else we talked about.
1: All kinds of thoughts out there. Big week ahead. It's my birthday on Wednesday, TJ, if you didn't know. Wow, yeah, Nick. Uh,
0: Crazy. Happy birthday, Nick.
1: You want a Survivor update real quick before we go? I know people that love Survivor. Here we go. What? All right, my Survivor update for this week is there was a crazy episode last week. Didn't know who was going home. Again, season 40, all winners. If you haven't watched yet, tune in Wednesdays eight cent or seven central time and I'm a bitch massive blindside this past Wednesday where Tony bitch, fucking crazy Tony and trees has hideouts, all kinds of stuff, trying to stir the pot. He wins immunity and blindsides Sophie out of nowhere. One of the best survivor blindsides we've ever seen excited to see what happens this week on survivor heating up TJ. A lot of people over there on edge of extinction. Uh, No one's come back or Tyson, I guess came back into the game, then got it back to the edge again we got these fire tokens no one really knows what the fire tokens do a lot of advantages coming off the edge of extinction to get back into the game (gasps) wow it's quite crazy it's heating up though survivor wednesday my birthday april 29th don't forget what
0: oh you're done talking okay great thank you jackie i appreciate that appreciate it uh, all right, guys, that'll do it. Follow us everywhere. Thank you for joining us on this Monday uh, mashup show. We'll see you on Friday, uh, Wednesday for bras and uh, continuing to bring the heat for you. So we'll see you soon. Bye, Netherlands. Bras on the balcony.
1: Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Brews on the Balcony on this Monday. Love to see uh, and hear from you. You can call in or write in 314-877-8597 is the voicemail slash text in number if you want to get involved with the program. Also, be sure to head over to bruisingthebalcony.com. Check out all our great content, a lot of articles coming down the pipe from me, TJ Zook, with the NFL draft coverage. If you missed that, that will also be on there and all the great videos we're putting out. We will see you on Wednesday for Bras.